What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Ethos 76ers podcast. I'm your host, Adam Sherman, and this episode might be a little bit shorter, but I really wanted to come on here because I feel like a lot of times when I'm doing these episodes, uh, the Sixers on a cold streak, something's going wrong, there's problems to discuss, but two games into this postseason against the Toronto Raptors, and I just want to cover this incredible two-game stretch they've had at home, how dominant they've looked, how fun it's been to watch this team. Before we get into all that, I just wanted to, as always, shout out our friends over at Sports um, Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. It's the most dominant fantasy basketball news feed on the planet. Get all your NBA news, including news about your Sixers, all your playoff news in one Twitter feed. Not only is it fast, but it's super reliable and provides analysis. The app for that is at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Make sure you go and check those guys out. And um, yeah, this series so far has been an absolute pleasure to watch. All four, or I would say four of the five Sixers starters have looked absolutely incredible um, playing at an all-star level in these first two games. Doc's coaching has looked on another level, and it's hard not to start out with Tyrese Maxey. Um, game one, really good start to the game, but that third quarter eruption was unbelievable. Really uh, pulled us ahead. Tyrese Maxey finished the game with 38 points, five made threes, 14 for 21 from the field, and as a second-year player in his first playoff start, it's one of the best performances I've honestly ever seen. Um, I would, had the pleasure of being um, at this game. One of the best live performances I've ever seen. Um, I've never seen a crowd so into one single player before like that. Every time he touched the ball, the place erupted more than I've ever seen it for Joel. Tyrese Maxey is always a joy to watch. He's always a fan favorite. But this game had an extra something to it. Um, he just looked so good from every single angle. Um, his finishing is elite. His shooting was elite. Even his defense looked pretty elite. And it was really a pleasure. 38 minutes played for Tyrese. Um, end up winning this game by 20. Uh, Maxi was a huge reason why. Another player I would like to give props to is Tobias Harris. Very up and down season. For the playoffs, he looks more locked in than he ever has. 26.6 boards, 6 assists for that first game, shooting a very efficient 9 for 14 from the field with three threes. And this is exactly what we need Toby to do. Honestly, he doesn't need 26 points every game, obviously. But he was knocking down his open shots. He was getting us buckets when we needed them. And that's exactly what you need from Tobias Harris. Um, doing everything right, playing great defense on Siakam, which is something that the Sixers really need in this series. Uh, a lot of mismatches. We don't match up too great against the Raptors, but they're just playing absolutely spectacular. Um, Embiid, 19 points, a uh, little bit of a quiet night for him offensively, I guess you could say. Um, also, uh, 15 boards, didn't really need all that scoring all, all too much, um, so it was all right to see Joel kind of take the backseat and watch Tyrese do his thing. Um, James Harden had an exceptional game. He did shoot 6 for 17, but just the eye test, 22 points, 5 boards, 14 assists. That step back to create space is unbelievable. His vision is ridiculous. And just a great game all around from Harden. Loved seeing that from him in the playoffs. Um, from the bench, uh, Niang hit 2-3. Shake Milton with 10 points. But the player that stands out is none other than B-ball Paul Reed. Playing the backup center minutes. Uh, Sixers fans could not be happier with that. And Paul Reed's plus-minus compared to DeAndre Jordan has just been absolutely beautiful to see. He was plus-4 in this game. So being plus-4 without Joel on the floor is... Really, really nice to see. His defense was great. Obviously, he's not going to put up a lot of stats, a lot of scoring. He's going to get his fouls. But Paul Reed, good defender, good player to have out on the floor, as opposed to DeAndre Jordan, who just significantly hurts the team whenever he steps foot out there. 
Moving on to game two, um, the team started out cold, an 8 nothing run by the Raptors. Fred Van Vliet was looking insane, 14 points in the first quarter. I believe he was 4 for 4 or 4 for 5 from 3, but he, he cooled down is one way to put it. Finishing the game 5 for 16 from 3, 7 for 23 from the field. Finished with 20 points and 7 assists, which doesn't sound all too bad until you consider how good he was in the first quarter. Um, aside from that... The Sixers absolutely took care of business after that stretch. There was a brief period of time in the fourth that things were looking like they were getting a little close. But nonetheless, the Sixers able to keep a double-digit lead through it all. Finished the game with a 15-point victory. Um, standouts for the Sixers, once again, Tyrese Maxey. Um, honestly, probably the best player on the floor again. 23 points, very good game. But how about nine rebounds and eight assists for Tyrese Maxey? Um Filling up the statute, almost a triple-double. We really never see stuff like that. Tyrese Maxey is coming alive in these playoffs, and I'm all for it, as well as Sixers fans. Um, I know everyone's super excited for this. Um, having a player perform this well, and his name not being Joel Embiid, is ridiculous. But speaking of Joel Embiid, he performed pretty well, too. 31 points, 11 boards. Um, 19 in that first quarter really helped the Sixers get out to that lead. Took another backseat roll kind of later in the game um, when they already had kind of a bigger lead. Um, Tobias Harris, another exceptional game, a 20.10 board game, 7 for 11 from the field, a perfect 3 for 3 from 3 with 3 blocks. And I think Tobias' biggest impact this series has been his defense on Pascal Siakam. Uh, you put Joel on him, he plays solid defense, obviously. But, you know, there's a lot of bigs to guard, and um, we don't want Joel picking up those fouls. Um, George Niang cannot guard him. It's been really rough. Paul Reed can guard him if he's out on the floor, but Tobias has really looked like the best matchup for him. He's been beating him to spots. He's been playing some great defense, uh, gets his hands on the ball a lot, and it's been really, really awesome to watch Tobias. Some other notable players, Danny Green with 11 points, uh, started really hot from three, cooled down a lot. He had a lot of open shots that he probably should have hit, but nonetheless, he threw down a monster dunk at the end of the game, shocking everyone, including himself. Um, but it was really cool to see the building get on their feet for Danny. James Harden, a little bit of a quiet night, just 14, 6, and 6. Although he did have three steals and two blocks, um, obviously going to be a good facilitator. Um, when the team's winning like this and playing this well, not going to complain too much about that performance. And another standout, once again, B-Ball Paul. Um, you know, the stats don't jump out at you. But plus eight for a backup center on the Sixers. Um, we're getting some of the best minutes we've ever gotten with Joel on the bench, especially in the playoffs. Um, can you credit that all to Paul Reed? Or can you credit more to Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, um, James Harden picking up some of that slack? I think the second option makes more sense. But, you know, not getting killed inside and having that presence there um, has been really nice, and fans have been absolutely loving seeing him play. Um, so, yeah, let's look over to Toronto for a little bit. Um, obviously, Scotty Barnes hurt in that first game. Really unfortunate injury. Uh, great player. was playing really well in that first game. Um, I'm not sure how much this would have affected the outcome of the series, but it would have been nice to play them at full strength. Never like seeing an injury, especially to a guy that talented. Um, Pascal Siakam. Siakam's looked okay. Um not good enough to carry this team to some wins. Last two games, he's had 20 and 24, respectively. Um, you know, it's okay. He's playing fine. He's not doing enough. A lot of his scoring comes in those uh, back-and-forth runs where it's a 20-point game um, against, you know, mismatches. So I think that Siakam could definitely be doing more. But, you know, he's not playing too terrible. Um, another really big thing in this series has been the fouls. Um, first of all, let's just talk about Joel drawing fouls. Um whether it's fouling out uh, Van Vliet, well, helping to foul out Van Vliet along with some other guys, um, getting Pascal in foul trouble, getting OG in foul trouble, just getting everyone really sees in foul trouble. It's ridiculous. You know, fans can complain all they want, whatever. 
don't foul him. Don't hack him. You know, he's good enough that he's going to get fouled. If you're going to, if the game plan is to triple team him, like he said, he's going to get the free throws and he's going to knock him down. Um, but it's looking like kind of a chippy series so far. Uh, looks like very heated. Um, Joel and OG went at it with just a couple seconds into last game. Uh, both picking up text. Luckily, Joel was disciplined enough not to pick up another one for the rest of the game. Um, I think maybe the tensions will start to cool down as the Sixers keep blowing them out. Um, Nick Nurse does not seem to be cooling down anytime soon, arguing over a ton of calls. But, yeah, the Raptors really... That, that injury by Scotty Barnes... Um, Gary Trent Jr. also is sick. He did play last game, but it's almost like he didn't didn't score four fouls just nine minutes. Looked absolutely horrendous. Um, also should mention that he didn't score. Uh, he barely scored in the first game. He had nine points, but he looked absolutely horrendous in both of these games. So it's almost like they're playing two starters down, um, and their bench is not great. Uh, definitely not as great as I thought. Um, when they're playing Ken Burch, Thad Young, and Malachi Flynn big minutes, the Sixers should definitely be taking advantage of that. Chris Boucher is a very good bench player. 17 points, 8 boards last game. Good game for him. But overall, with their with their roster and their bench, the Sixers are the much more talented team. However, these games have been at home. It's been quick firing. The Raptors may be um, you know, ready to game plan play at home. So I don't think this series is a done deal necessarily. But it is looking pretty, pretty good in the Sixers' uh, favor. One thing to mention for sure is Doc Rivers coaching. Got to give him a huge round of applause. He finally agreed. Put Paul Reed in against a good matchup. It's been working. Um, you know, the leads have been intact for the most part. A few scares, but been able to keep them. Uh, I think the minutes have been good. The rotations have been pretty solid. He's been able to keep Maxi Harden and Bede Harris, at least two of them, on the floor almost all the time. Um, also, one thing I really like that he's been doing is playing Matisse limited minutes because we're not going to have him in Toronto. Um, you know, he's not that great of a player where you need to play him minutes when you can. So trying to get that team flowing without him, getting Danny the start, trying to get him some rhythm. Danny's been playing some good defense as well, so it hasn't hurt us too bad there. So yeah, before I do a quick look ahead at the rest of the series and potential second round matchups, I just wanted to once again shout out our partner here at Sports Ethos, which is Thrive Fantasy. Everyone go ahead and prop up with Thrive on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ethos at sign up for a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100, plus either two to four free game tickets to play. Uh, you can pick player props on the biggest names every night, score points when they hit, and players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. Also, check out the Sports Ethos DFS team and pod for advice. Again, the code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com, and if they're not steering you towards Tyrese Maxey right now, um, then we might need to reconsider. Obviously, I'm joking, but nonetheless, Tyrese Maxey, incredible. Um, go check them out. And... Um, let's just look ahead real quick to the to the end of this series. Hopefully, um, two more games upcoming in Toronto. This series has been coming quick every other day. Um, next game being tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, uh, in Toronto, their first game there. Um, with a depleted squad, with the players playing like they are in Toronto, the Sixers really do have to take care of business, win this one quick. Um, you know, try to get Joel that rest, the rest of the team that rest. Because we're not a super young team aside from Tyrese Maxey and I guess Paul Reed uh, for the guys who get minutes. So that rest can be crucial. Also, we saw what the break did for us uh, getting ready for these two games against Toronto. So if we can eventually close the series out, do what we need to do, play the defense we've been playing, allow Tyrese Maxey to keep playing his offense, uh, James Harden orchestrating, and Joel Embiid to keep drawing the fouls. Um, looks like the second round matchup should be the Miami Heat. Um, honestly, the least scary second round matchup to me out of, I've said this so many times, but 
out of like the Celtics, out of the Nets, out of the Bucks. I think the Sixers do match up the best against the Heat and stand the best chance. Um, they're a very good team, very deep team, but I think the Sixers are ultimately more talented. Um, you know, I'm going to go way more into this if it is confirmed. I don't want to jinx anything and start uh, talking about the second round. So let's just close this out on a good note. Um, no jinxing involved and. Yeah, it's really nice to just sit, be able to sit here and talk about how great the team looks and have no complaints. Um, if I had any complaints, um, some of the defensive matchups are questionable. George Niang looks really tough to play in this series because his defense is just horrendous. Knocked down an open shot, but you know, you got Matisse, but um, on the road in Toronto, there's very limited options that the Sixers are going to be able to play defensive-wise. Um, you know, they're not going to look to Jordan and Millsap, hopefully, but... Nonetheless, the Sixers really should take care of business. There's not much else to say about it. These two games have shown us anything. It's that they are clearly a more talented team. Um, you know, with without Scotty Barnes, that's just unquestioned. I think it was unquestioned before. Um, you know, Joel's had some issues playing in Toronto, um, but I, you know, the fans there can be can be rough. They can be loud, um, but nonetheless. Just watching the Sixers take care of business has been beautiful. Hopefully they can continue to do it. Um, before we sign out real quick, I just wanted to remind everyone to use code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And to also check out our pals at mybookie.ag and use code HOOPBALL there on the third page of sign up to unlock a deposit match bonus. Thank you guys as always for listening. Um, hopefully I'll be back here next episode talking about the next round. Um, hopefully we don't have any any quick changes in this series, but nonetheless, keep trusting that process.